0: Hey guys, thanks so much for tuning in to Dorm Room Discussions. This is the podcast for college kids by college kids. I'm Thad. And my name's Riley. And today we're talking about, you guessed it, college. By the way though, we're on Spotify, we're on Stitcher, we're on Anchor. We have no excuse not to listen to this podcast. Just wanna let you know that. Um, Google Podcasts as well, I think, yeah. right?
1: Yeah, Yeah, so, so now you
0: have no excuse not to listen to us. All right, <laughs> but yeah, we're talking about college today. Uh, Riley found an interesting article. Sure. Um, can't remember the name of it. Yeah,
1: so it's just, it's it's actually out of uh, a magazine called The Atlantic, Um, and it was written by one Amanda Ripley, um, put out on September 11th of of this year, um, titled, Why Is College in America So Expensive? Um, Pretty much it just talks a little bit about some of the reasons that the author of this article found you know, for why college in America is so expensive compared to in other nations, and mm-hmm. some things, you know, come out right off the bat, like, okay, yeah, um, you know, we have a lot more people that we have to deal with, and so costs are a lot more and stuff like that, so there, so there's some blatantly obvious stuff like that, but there's also some other reasons that, um, maybe people haven't thought of before, um, as to why we would have such expensive college. Um, but anyways, if there's a, or before I get into that, if there's anything that you'd like to um, say before we start.
0: Well, I looked up a couple things. I forgot my outline, unfortunately. Shout out to Michael Green for suggesting the outline. That was a big help. I'm just going to go off, you know, I'm trying to say a couple things off the top of my head that I remember. So basically I am for college but only if you know what you're gonna do and if your degree actually helps you get a job. If it doesn't, then don't go to college. Either create a business or get a job in the workforce and not go to college. Um, The average salary for someone that graduates with a bachelor's degree, this is overall, from every degree, is is around $52,000. I think I got that from the Bureau of Labor Statistics, I do believe, so it's fairly reputable. Um, And also, I'm a huge... uh, Supporter of trade jobs. If you don't know what you want to do for college, too, uh, you can also go to trade school, um, and the average salary for that is around fifty thousand dollars. So you can see that uh, you can get more done in less time if you go to the trade schools. We'll get into that a little later, though. So yeah, but oh, and and then what is what also? Um, let's see, sixty nine point six percent of twenty sixteen graduates attended college the following fall. So. College, college attendance is on the rise, so that would also add to why it's more expensive. But yeah, we're just gonna get into that now.
1: So. Right. Yep. So, I get. I guess to kind of lay out my position on it too. Um, I'm kind of in a similar boat to that. I think that you know, college is definitely a great idea. Um, definitely, if you know what you want to do. Um, but I'm also a supporter. Of, hey, you know, if you, if you don't know what you want to do, but you think that that might be the route to go, definitely go. But of course, don't feel like that, you know, that's the way that you have.
0: Just it to go, please, just to please your mom and right? daddy.
1: right? Or, or just to say, oh, hey, well, you know, ev- that's what everybody else is doing these days. So why yeah. shouldn't I be doing it too? Yet, yeah. so, yeah. Y- you know, yeah. If you if you feel like that, that's not where you want to go, go get a trade job, uh, or get a job you
0: hate, and then see of uh, see if you figure out what you want to do while you're doing something you right. hate. That yeah, myself. right. So I guess
1: so. I guess yeah. So don't feel like it's where you need to go, and keep your options open. But um, So why is college so goddamn expensive, <laughs> Riles? Well, there's there's a lot of reasons. So the author of our, our, our article, Out of the Atlantic, um, kind of pulled together a whole bunch of different uh, information sources and uh, also seems like she did some interviews or something with some folks from a few different organizations, or she at least has found what they have said. Um, so, just to kind of outline this a little bit, um, according to Ms. Amanda Ripley, um, well, and I guess more specifically, according to um, the 2018 Education at a Glance report uh, released by the Organization for Economic Cooperation and Development, uh, the U.S. is spending more on college than almost any other country, with one exclusive with one exception, the tiny country of Luxembourg in Western Europe. Um, so it's showing, or she says here that uh, Americans are spending about $30,000 per student a year, nearly twice as much as the average developed country. Um, then they have a nice little quote from uh, someone, or the Director for Education and Skills at the OECD, um, Andreas Sch- Schleicher, and I'm sorry if I mispronounced this, it sounds like a German name, so. <laughs> uh, so, it says here, spending per student is exorbitant and has virtually no relationship to the value that students could possibly get in exchange. Um, in reference to getting a degree um, from a college in the United States. Um, so, and even then with Luxembourg where they have or where they're spending more on college per student, their tuition is still free, um, thanks to government outlays. Um, so, I guess you're probably wondering, well, why? Why is this happening? Um, pretty much what they what they're showing here is um, it seems like. A big reason could be that a lot more students in the United States are actually going away from home mm-hmm. for college. Yeah, um, they they said here that um, more or that colleges from other countries actually have less dormitories and things like that um, that compared to their compatriots in the United States. Um, which means, of course, that the United States is spending more on student welfare and things like that. So things like housing, meals, healthcare, transportation. Um, and it's showing that American taxpayers and families spend about $3,370 on these services per student, more than three times the average for the developed world. Um, but then even even on top of this, um, with people living away from home um, here in the United States and going to college, they say that even when you zero out um, all of these you know, fancy room and board uh, things that we're looking at here. They say the U.S. would still spend more per college student than any other country except for Luxembourg. And you're probably wondering, well, okay, then what else could possibly be uh, causing costs to be more? Well, um, a lot of... It says here that it turns out that the vast majority of American college spending goes to routine educational operations like paying staff and faculty. These costs add up to about $23,000 per student a year, more than twice what Finland, Sweden, or Germany spends on course services. So, and other reasons of course could be that, let's see if I can find my other section of the article here. <clears throat> Let's see if we just broke to do. There's all. There's also another thing. Um, um, America's higher education system is actually not just one system, according to the author, but three. So we have there's a system of public colleges, one of private colleges, and nonprofit institutions, and one of, and one made up of for-profit colleges. So. Interestingly enough, um, three out of four American college students attend a public school um, and according to this the public or the high cost of public uh, colleges has much to do with politics or has has much to do with politics as economics. Um, So even though Many state legislatures have been spending less and less per student on higher education for the past three decades. They're, are also, or they're leaving these universities, um, trying to beg for money essentially. So the government the, is yeah. Well, so, yeah. So since they're cutting, <coughs> since the government in a lot of states has been cutting. A lot of the money that they spend mm-hmm. um, on these colleges, you know, to you know right. uphold them and fund their programs and stuff, these colleges are having to turn to other places to get their money. Which means, it's people that attend the college, <laughs> exactly. So wow. then, so then, the, so then, the costs are getting offset onto the students, and so it says the easiest way for universities to make up for the cuts was to shift some, or to shift some of the cost to students and to find richer students. Yeah. So. Yeah, so so for Damn. example here, so we have, it says some universities begin to enroll more full-paying foreign and out-of-state students to make up for the difference. Over the past decade, for example, Purdue University has reduced in its in-state student population by 4,300, while adding 5,300 out-of-state and foreign students who pay triple the tuition. So... Pretty much what this happens or pretty much what happens as a result of this is that these or is that colleges start, you know, start hiring more individuals who are like in eight or not HR, but public relations. So PR people. Mm-hmm. Um, people who are, you know, outreach people, people who work in their tuition and financial aid and stuff. People like that, you know, who are this giant support apparatus for the college to make sure that these colleges are getting, are managing to get more students than the other colleges competing with them. Mm-hmm. So then that's another big drain on where college money is going because they have to pay all of these people who are out there trying to snag up all the best students for them. Right. Which then, of course, ought, and then they're able to support this by yeah. uh, offlaying costs onto students. And they're just allowed to keep bumping the price up and up. So. (laughs) So, in other words, it's a giant vicious cycle. Um, So, apparently, and then there's also a phenomenon, apparently, where... uh, some colleges, you know, where some people are paying, you know, a lot of money to go to this, you know, schmancy private college that they want to, when they could be spending a lot less to go to a more right. competitive college, you know, where they can still get in and still mm-hmm. get a, you know, a decent degree. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to stop
0: there. I honestly, me personally, I don't think where you go to college matters anymore. I sure. I don't think so. I don't think that because you went to Harvard, it makes you more competitive than someone else. Sure. Maybe, maybe it does. Maybe I'm stupid. But, sure. I really, I think, honestly, I don't think it matters where you you get your degree anymore. It right. really doesn't. Right, I think so as well.
1: Um, because which if, that's yeah. a good thing in itself. Yeah. So here, so I'll, I'll show you a little, or I'll read just a little bit more, and then we can kind of get into more of a discussion. Yeah. Um. So. Let's see. To do. do. So the public system in the U.S. is working as well as most as most systems. Part of the U.S. look like France in terms of uh, how the public college system is working. The problem, of course, is that other parts of the U.S. look more like a Louis Vuitton store. Which, if you don't know, that's just a big fancy brand, clothes brand. closed yeah. brand. Um, America basically contains 50 different higher education systems, one per state, each with public, private, and for-profit institutions, making generalizations all but impossible to colleges outside the U.S. U.S. does relatively well on measures of access to college, but the price varies wildly depending on the place and the person. Somehow students have to find their way through this thicket of competition and choose wisely or suffer the consequences. Mm -hmm. So, you kind of get a a good idea of what we're dealing with here. All right, so overall, so I guess your thoughts on
0: this. Yeah, like I said, I don't think the emphasis... Well, let me, let me see. How do I phrase this? I Like I said, I don't think it doesn't really matter as much where you get your degree anymore because ac- academic merit is pretty much equal wherever you go for the most part, I, as far as I can tell. You know, maybe, maybe you get special treatment if you go to Harvard or whatever. But other than that, it's really right. like if you just go to re- any regular old, you know, School or and you get the same degree. It's pretty much you pretty much an equal playing ground with everybody else.
1: Right, I, I would um, agree on that.
0: So I feel like the emphasis on going to a prestigious university doesn't hold much weight anymore. Right, well, which I think is a mistake that a lot of people get caught up with. Right. You know, I'm going to drop forty thousand a year to go to this school because if I have a if I have a diploma from there, maybe I'll get that job or right. you know. Which, in my opinion, if they don't want you because you go to a, you went to a certain whether or not depending on whether or not you went to a certain school, then I wouldn't want to work for
1: that place anyway. Right, honestly. Oh, you didn't go to Harvard? Well, we don't want you. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. But, and, and I mean, yeah, that's a that's a kind of a thing that the article kind of goes into in another section is it's just people are so caught up. Oh, well, they want the prestige attached to the you know attached yeah. to a big college name. Or, Which or, you that's. Know,
0: human nature though really right I mean, right
1: and, but at the same time you know you could go to some community college and mm-hmm. get an equivalent degree and still be doing or at least well get your gen eds better.
0: out of the way before you right. you know transfer or whatever because i feel like also what you could do is you could get gen eds at a you know community college or whatever and then you could transfer you can get a transfer scholarship i know a um, lot of schools mm-hmm. do that you know I, transfer I scholarship yeah so I don't know if it's a lot of them, but I know I've heard of some schools that do that. Yep. But also, I think, too, I think, I think, like I'm guilty of this, too, uh, I think a lot more people need to take a gap year, you know, instead well, of going right from sure. high school to college.
1: Sure.
0: Because not everybody knows what they want to do when they're 18 or 19, you know. Right. And even after they graduate college, I think it would be a good idea to take a break for a year and work, you know, part time or get your own apartment, see what it's like to live by yourself. I didn't do that. Um, I'm actually contemplating it at the moment and not dropping out of college. though. just working part time and having my own apartment and stuff. But uh, I feel like, you know, actually getting out there and working and, you Mm -hmm. know, thinking, really thinking about what you want to do. Sure. And maybe college isn't right for you, you know, instead of just going right from high school. Or you know instead of just going right from doing like 12 or 13 years of schooling it's doing you know Another four years. years four to six to eight to twelve years more I mean what's wrong with taking a break
1: sure yeah I, I totally feel it I, and I mean and even then and this is just a personal opinion so for this quaint right here yeah you know this is but, like most of this conversation well, will be right and I, and I was just using that to you know as a you know don't hate me for what I'm about right. to say, but at the same time, you know, when you when people first get out of college or get out of high school, they. I think that, they I think they were just what,
0: worrying about surviving high school, let alone thinking right. about they they were you know in the present moment,
1: not thinking right. ahead. Right, and even then, you know, yeah, you need or when you first get out of high school, yeah, you don't know what you want to do, mm-hmm. but also, and I'm just going to say it, people when they first get out of high school. We're still, you know, they're still relatively kids. You know what I mean? Right. They haven't had much exposure to the, to the quote unquote adult world, if you want. Yeah, like I, I don't, I haven't had Jack Squad next to Jack Squad. Neither have I. You know, I jumped right out of high school, and you know, a few months later, I'm in a, I'm in a totally different world. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm just like, what the fuck am I going to do? <laughs> right. You know, and, and and I'll admit it, you know, I still had a lot of kid-like qualities. And personally, I think that over the past couple years, being at college, I've managed to mature a lot. You yeah. know, it, yeah. but it. But at the same time, I wish I would have had that that time to just mm-hmm. grow up a little bit, get out into the world a little bit. Mm-hmm. And, you know... Figure out what I want to do with my life a little bit more instead of just jumping right in and being like, "Well, here you are," you know, and and you know, figuring out that, "Oh, hey, I didn't want to get a biology degree; I'd much rather get a history degree." And then, Mm -hmm. you know, I was lucky in the fact that I managed to decide that within my first year of college, my first semester, Mm -hmm. to Mm -hmm. change over Mm -hmm. because you know, if I wouldn't have you know and i was you know almost done with my biology You you've had to play catch up Exactly. Yeah. So yeah cuz so. I,
0: I went i kind of went through the same thing i changed my major 3 times in the first year. <laughs> I started out as a biochemistry major, and then i was a finance major, and then i switched to psychology, psychology. and that's what i've been <laughs> so but the important thing is is i knew what i wanted to do. So i think that's where the conversation right. should go next is if in my opinion if you don't know what you want to do and you just graduated high school or you're going to graduate high school. Do not go to college. There's no reason to go $30,000 in the hole to maybe figure out what you might want to do. Right. You know, there's no, sure. there's no, or just any debt in general. It doesn't have to be 30000 but that's obviously an exaggeration. But yeah, if you don't know what you want to do and you don't know if it pertains to college or not, then work, start a business, go to trade school, something like that.
1: Great. It, and I guess my opinion kind of diverges here a little bit. If you think, you know, and of course you're not going to know, exa- you might not know exactly what you want to do when you first get out of high school. My advice would be, um, if you might, if you do have some sort of idea, if you think that college is where you want to go, go. Um, mm-hmm. if you but don't, if you have no idea. Right. Yeah, exactly. Like if you don't have any idea where you want to go, don't feel pressured. Don't to make go. your first
0: option to go in debt just to figure out what you right. might want to yeah, do. Yeah, don't
1: don't feel like you have to go to college just because that's what a lot of people are doing these days. You know, that's or, or that's that, what your
0: parents want to do Right. right.
1: You know, yeah. so yeah, obviously don't jump in right away if you don't have any idea where you want to go, but if you do have some idea where you want to go, if if nothing in a trade job or even the military or some other option, you know, if none of that appeals to you at all, then college is probably your best bet. Yeah. You know, if so if you have some sort of half idea of what you want to do, if you feel like that college is the best direction go. But for the people who don't have any idea, take some time, get a job, do some soul searching. Yeah. Do whatever you have to do just, mm-hmm. you know, Figure out what you want to do, don't jump head first into
0: yeah. something. Get get a job that you don't, don't particularly like, honestly, you know, which for most people that's pretty easy because most people don't like the jobs <laughs> that they have anyways. Right? But yeah, cause, and then also pay attention to what the hell you think about where you're at that job. I mean, I know for me, I worked in a factory for three months over the summer and it, no air conditioning, you know, eight to 12 hours a day. It kind of sucked. I was thinking a lot about stuff, you know. So I was thinking about my psycholo- doing psychology and stuff, so, you know, now I know that's what I want to do. And I'm on, right. a- on other things too, you know, business or whatever. But uh, yeah, you really if you're doing something you don't particularly like, you're going to be in your head the whole time that you're working, which is good. That's what you want. You want to figure out what you do and don't like and what you're good at and what you're not good at. So I think doing something that you don't particularly care for in the short term leads to more happiness in the long term.
1: Yeah, sure, I can see that. And I mean, you know, yeah, definitely, you know, I'll just use an example. Over a couple summers when I worked, or or I worked at my high school um, as summer maintenance personnel. Mm -hmm. In other words, I worked as a janitor. By the way, (laughs) that is the best gig in town that you can
0: get for... Kids mm-hmm. our age—that's one of the best ones. Other than being a lifeguard, but that doesn't pay as many. right.
1: Yeah, so, part time. Right. Yeah. So in our town, that's pretty much one of the best gigs you can yeah, get. Yeah, you're you know. like the top of the hierarchy yeah, there. Yeah. Yeah. You get. Yeah. You get. You know. You get a guaranteed forty a week, which you know. I guess I can't yep. complain about that. Yeah. And, but it's minimum uh, wage. Uh, yeah. Wage. Uh, but yeah, exactly. At the same time, and that's where I was going to go next. Is that? It sucked. Yeah. You it know, wasn't, it's it, not, it was. I.
0: You weren't particularly fond of it. Right. You know,
1: when I got done with that job, I had a totally new respect mm-hmm. for janitors and what they do, yeah. and and also for just having a clean school building. Mm-hmm. Because you know, after you spend a summer <laughs> cleaning up uh, a uh, a third and fourth grade wing of a high school, or, or sorry, high school, hello. Uh, third and fourth grade wing and a fifth through eighth grade wing of a school. of a school mm-hmm. in general. It's Room yeah, by
0: room. Room by room. Block by block every, Yeah,
1: everything. <laughs> uh, hallways hallways, bathrooms. Every
0: stitch in the carpet. Yeah,
1: everything. Carpet, you name it, we had to clean it. Even yeah. the outside, along the you know, along the outside to yeah. the Yeah, of the power wash
0: in uh, between the bricks and stuff.
1: Well uh, well not that much, but um but no but we did have to go down and you know take take down hornet's nests and shit like that and <laughs> and clean the outsides of windows and oh yeah yeah uh-huh we had to clean the doors all all the shit yeah once once you yeah once you get into a job right, like that it it will definitely open you your eyes figure out what you like, like, want to do oh my God. fairly quickly yeah like like you know it not only not only did it give me a a better respect for janitors and their jobs but it, it got me to figure out, yeah. I don't ever want to do that again. Right, if anything, it tells you that you don't want to be <laughs> exactly. a janitor. Exactly. So. And so, and then it got me to think, well, okay, I know, I know for sure now this is definitely not what I want to do. Mm-hmm. So now, you know, yeah. I can go, I can go to college because I know, you know, that that's probably going to be the best place for me to go. Yep. And, and I'm just going to say it, you know, and, and I wasn't particularly inclined to go to the military either. Yeah, I'm not that kind of person so, either. Yeah, and, and I mean, you know, total respect to everybody who, you know, that's, they know that that's what they want to mm-hmm. do. Awesome. Go for it. You Absolutely. know, much yeah. respect. Yeah, take, take yeah. some Yeah, Regardless exactly.
0: of what branch you're going in, by the right. way, it doesn't yeah. matter.
1: Right, yeah, uh, right. You know, you're doing, you're doing a lot, or you're doing what a lot of people, including me, yeah, would not you know can't fathom doing right exactly unless of course you know we had world war three and we had the draft pulled up yeah then you know i could never see myself going into the military so kudos and respect yeah. you know much respect to folks um
0: that also we could also move into the trade job topic right. too sure Go right. ahead. so as i said earlier the average salary of someone that graduates with a bachelor's degree from college which is 4 years after you graduate high school is $52,000 roughly. And the average salary for someone that graduates uh, from trade school, which is while you're in high school, you, you know, you get certified, is 50,000. So I the trade jobs, I'm actually kind of envious that I didn't learn about or have a desire to get into the trade jobs earlier. You know, because they sure. they were definitely not hit as hard as going to college. Right. specifically from my parents and, you know, just general public. Right. The trade jobs are definitely the, – the average, the average age of an electrician, guys, is 52 years old. 52. <laughs> so – and they're in, you know, they're in a lot of need. So trade jobs are definitely not something to look past. And the, uh, the uh, generalization that you're dumb if you go to trade school is uh, – well, it's dumb, obviously. I think you're actually one of the smart ones if you go to trade school. Because, you know, you get certified and you get out into the, you know, world faster. After, right after you graduate high school, you go out and get, get, start making money. And I also feel like there's more entrepreneurial ability. You know, you can, uh, be an elect- you can own your own electrician company and you don't have to be in
1: debt. Yeah. You know, sure.
0: There's a lot of advantages to going to trade school, especially if you don't think college is right for you and you don't think the military is something that you're interested in. Right. Going into the d- trades is definitely something that is like a viable option for a lot of people because uh, let's I think I looked into this extensively because I was interested in it and I think the average well what is it the max one of the higher end salaries I've seen for an electrician a journeyman electrician is a hundred thousand dollars a year. So that's like I think it's roughly like fifty bucks an hour or something like that. So and that takes five years to do that. That's all it takes. Yeah,
1: that's awesome. <laughs> so you
0: can get that one year after you graduate right. college. while it takes everybody else that goes to college for whatever degree they want four to right. six, to eight to twelve years to get theirs. So all right. Yeah, it's a very viable option, and that there needs
1: and it's in demand. So. Yeah. So yeah, but and, and definitely, you know. Yeah. So it might seem a little confusing to some people like, okay, why are you guys going to college and you're talking, you know, you know you're know, you talking up trade school so much. It's just like, well, you know, as we said earlier, it's just to always make sure that you have all your options open. You know, mm-hmm. don't, don't shut yourself out because, you know, for some people that, you know, who may be listening, you know, who are in college right now or, you know, maybe going to college soon, something like that and they feel like you know oh i have to do this no you don't you don't have to you can drop out right now right exactly (laughs) you know like like if you wanted to go get a trade job go for it that's what i contemplated last year i mean yeah right so yeah and i mean you know so i guess what i'm trying to say is, is you know we fully support college we fully support trade jobs it's just that you know we're not gonna we're not gonna try to promote one over the other just because we feel that you know you just need to do what's best for you, mm-hmm. so.
0: Also, I kind of want to get into more of, the, like, the motivational shit. Sure. I know this is kind of off-tangent or whatever. That's all right. You know? I also it. think, I feel like a lot of people go to college, you know, obviously because their parents want them to and they don't want to disappoint their parents. That is a very hard thing to overcome, really, you know? True. Honestly. But I right. also think a lot of people go to college just because it's something to do. Yeah. True. Honestly. See that. You know? Um like Joe Rogan for instance he went to college I'm a big fan of his and uh he went to college for like I, I don't know how long he just did it because he didn't want to seem like a loser. Hmm. You know, he did he mm-hmm. wanted to seem like he was doing something actually like contributing something to the world. I think like like if you're just laying on your ass all day and watching, you know, Netflix or whatever and you're not doing anything then there's an issue there. You need to do something. I would rather go in debt than not do anything. But, you know, if you, don't what I'm trying to say is just don't go to college just because you think it's like you know, the general public is doing it, and it's, you know, if if it's not for you, it's not for you. If you don't like to learn, if you didn't like learning in high school, um, college is a little bit better, but it's still the same structure, honestly. So, if you didn't like learning in high school or whatever, don't go to college. Yeah. Unless you want to be a doctor, or, like, you know, the degree that you want to get is really something, your desire to get that degree outweighs the pain of the structure in which you're learning in, you know? Yeah, sure. I mean,
1: yeah. Yeah. And, and, and that's the thing, yeah, definitely, you know. But overcoming the parent issue is very, very, right. very tough. Yeah, definitely it is, and and I mean, you know, and maybe, you know, maybe you will end up taking over a business, you know, like maybe your parents want you to go take over the family business after you're done with college, but they're mm-hmm. pushing you to go get your business degree or something like yeah. that, just so you can, you can take that up, and that you know, and then you know. That's what they want you to do, right, if
0: they're doing it they're do, see it it's it's very weird because your parents want you to go to college, yeah, okay. but they don't want you to go to college for the reason that you think, yeah, they want you to go you. to they they want you to go to college because right. they want to live their life through you, yeah. they want you to be an engineer, my kid's an engineer, right. look at my kid, my kid's right. a chemical engineer, yeah,
1: like they, they my kid, my yeah. kid's a doctor, right, yeah, or yeah, or hey, you know my family business is continuing on because my son or daughter, you know, is, you know, taking up the, you know, taking up the operation out, you know, and it's going to keep it going after we're gone, Mm -hmm. even though that's probably not something that they wanted to do, right? You
0: know, right. And I think that's an important thing is you need to, as long as you know where you're, where you're at in your life and you know you do or don't want to do something, you need to lean with what you do or don't want to do because honestly, this is your life, you're living it. And how crappy would it be to... You know, go through life and just do what your parents say. Like you get say you get that business degree and you work for your parents' business. What you really want what you really wanted to do is you wanted to be a doctor and you wanted to save people's lives. You know how crappy of a relationship you're gonna have with your parents because you listen to them and you never, you know, butted heads with them just for that little short term amount of time. Right. You know how long of a life you're gonna have to live hating that job at your parents' business? And you know how much tension is gonna build up in your psyche towards your animosity, right. hatred, guilt, you know, and then that's going to carry on to your kids. Right. And then your kids are going to, you know, get that way too, and it's going to carry on to their kids. Right. You know, it's just, it. do what you want when you want it. It's your life, and then you, your parents, the reaction that your parents have is arbitrary. It doesn't mean shit. Because in the long run, they'll actually thank you, that, thank you for doing what you wanted to do, yeah. in my opinion.
1: Yeah, and I guess my opinion would be, kind of differ there you know I get it you know ultimately in your life you should do what you want to do but sometimes there's situations where you know that it's impossible to get out of And, and maybe you know even though that that's not what they want to do they still you know have an awesome relationship with their parents it's a loving relationship and maybe they don't want to lose that Sometimes, what I, I guess what I'm trying to say is is that there's sometimes there's there's situations in your life that you can't get out of, no matter how much you want to. And, but at the same time, what my advice in that situation would be: turn it to your advantage. You know, yeah. it, in other words, you know, yes, you may, in order to keep your good relationship with your parents, you know, you're going to take up that that job at the family business. You, you know, even though you don't want to do it. However, you can do something while you're at college, or you can find something on the side. You can go to a trade school or something, and and find out. Okay, here's my interests, and may, and you can some, and you can, you know, you can carve out a section of your life saying, okay, well, I'm gonna do this shit for you, but at the same time, I'm gonna be over here doing my own shit, and you know, this is. You know, and then if this is something that, you know, is going to take off and become big, and, you know, and since this is the thing that I truly want to do, mm-hmm. everything else is going to take back seat, you know. So so I guess what I'm trying to say is, is that... Compromise. Right, exactly. It, you know, just because I've learned that that's a big thing for me is, mm-hmm. you know, you scratch my back, I'll scratch yours. You know, like, or, you know, or, hey, in order to keep this... this thing, this good thing that we have going, yeah. y- you know, I'll, I'll make some concessions, but then that makes, that means you have to, too. I'm not yeah. going to be the only one giving to ground mm-hmm. because in the end, it's still, this is still my it's life. 50/50. Exactly. And in, in the end, you know, you just like you still have stuff that you're doing for you. I still have stuff that I'm going to do for me. Right. So yeah, I'll give up some things in some areas, but if I'm not willing to give it up, th- then that's it. Then, you know, then, then that's when I would say, okay, you know, screw your opinion. You know, I, now I'm going to do what I have to do because this is going to be what's best for me in the long run. Mm-hmm. So I guess compromise as much as you can, but if it's if it's going to push into what truly matters to you, signara. See ya. Yeah. Does, it, does that make any sense? It makes sense.
0: I'm. I get what you're saying. I'm more. Let's see. Yours is a long-term version of mine. Sure. If you think about it. You know, I I'm more of like the cut ties as quick as possible okay. to save it in the end. Right. Yours is just a <clears throat> So, like saving the relationship with the parent parents for whatever, you know, <clears throat> so, so I'm more of the type of person that will said you should say no immediately if you don't if you don't want to do something. Sure. Cuz the quicker you do that, the more the less li- the less likely you are to get in the hole of doing what you don't want to do and that'll save a relationship with your parents in the long run. Okay. Yours is a variation of mine, basically. It's not exactly like my right. version, obviously. But I get what you're saying though. If it's if you're not the type of person that can do that kind of thing to your parents. Right. Or if it's not in the cards, just for your personality in general, yeah, like, right. I definitely understand what you're saying.
1: Right, yeah, and, and I guess that kind of, yeah, that kind of represents how my personality right, is. Right, because
0: actually. you're not exactly the type of person to hold a grudge.
1: Right. I, I, I totally.
0: totally am. <laughs> I definitely am. I hold a That's grudge right. like, a, like a mofo. Yeah, I respect so it also it also comes a lot of a lot of this also comes down to just knowing who you are exactly so for me I would have to say no immediately because I realize that if I get into something that I don't want to do and I feel like I was forced to do it I'm gonna hate the person that forced me to do it and And it's just not gonna end up right
1: and I guess and I would be the same way as well it's just that I guess I'm willing to give you the benefit of the doubt first,
0: because mm-hmm. maybe you know something that I don't, or something like right. that, or yeah.
1: But at, at the same time, even within my own life, I've learned, mm-hmm. I've kind of gone your way a little more mm-hmm. in, in the turn in terms of I'm not going to give, I'm not going to be so generous anymore. You know, yeah. I still recognize that you know my ambitions, my dreams mm-hmm. are what's ultimately important, and you know that's what I still need to give more weight overall. You know, mm-hmm. so so I'm you know I still want to you know Mm -hmm. give you that benefit of the doubt but I'm not gonna I'm not near as generous as I used to be you know if you if you fuck with me you know if you and I tell and I can tell that's what you're doing you're done Mm -hmm. you know I'm done you know you only you only get one or two chances now it's not oh well I'm gonna make this concession this concession this concession in order to make this go no if you're not willing to you know abide by the contract that or contract i put put that in quotes but right. you're not
0: but mutual agreement right you know, exactly
1: yeah. if if you're not willing to abide by that you know that mutual agreement that we first came to mm-hmm. you know if if you break tenant we're done yeah. you know uh, you know i'm not going to let you walk all over mm-hmm. me, you know so at the same time it's just like okay i respect you but at the same time If you disrespect me, Mm -hmm. I'm gone.
0: Yeah. That's how you got to, yeah, that's kind of how I am too, basically. Yeah,
1: but I I can see.
0: It's more, I just, my personality, if I don't, if, because, it's very very weird. Because naturally, I'm very, I'm, like I know a lot of people know me, and (laughs) they don't think that this is the way I am. (laughs) But I am very, very anti-conflict. I'm extremely (laughs) agreeable. So for me, but yet I also like so I'm agreeable on the outside, but on the inside I'm like a yeah. volcano. If I, sure. you know, so if I don't, if I'm being held down, I feel like I'm being held down by whatever it is, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not doing anybody any good. So for me, I have to get out right. of something as soon right. as I can. Sure,
1: yeah. You that, know, that for, for myself
0: yeah. and, and the other people. Right.
1: Yeah. That you know, you're going to cut. And it that's off just
0: soon. that's just the alternative. That's right. just the only other alternative, and it doesn't mean I cut them off. It just means I do what I want, and if they right. if they agree with it, fine. If they don't, if then not, that's, that's you. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah know, I, I,
1: I feel, I feel, I yeah. become more like that too. It's just, yeah, it's just with me. I, I look at it more of okay, hey, we you know we've, I don't know. I'm I'm a big fan of the social contract idea, you know. Elaborate. So, I don't. I've heard okay. of that. I don't. Remember, so, I, you've yeah, told no, me this yeah, like three fine, times and I don't remember. It's all right. It's just, you know. It's just a big idea behind kind of, you know, it's sort of a thing that our democracy lies upon. It's this very abstract idea of, you know, everyone, whether it's stated explicitly or not, everyone that comes together into a group, you know, of course, more of more than one person, no matter what it is, whatever kind of, a, whatever kind of relationship that you have, you've mm. come together and you've formed what's called a social contract between you. In other words, you you've agreed to you've agreed to abide by a certain set of rules. Mm-hmm. You know to promote yeah, the well being of everyone. Exactly, else. You, you're giving up some of your own power in mm-hmm. order to benefit everyone. Mm-hmm. You know, so so in other words, you know, hey, we're gonna band together into a tribe, right? Okay, that that means I can't just murder all of you and take all your shit. Yeah. I, you know... That's a good thing to yeah, have. It's just like, okay, <laughs> you have something that I need. Yeah. Okay, and then this guy says, okay, well, you have something that I need. Right. Okay. It's kind of well ties then, into our or, communism talk. Yeah, right. Or, you know, or you have something. Okay, well, this is something that we're both kind of good at, but it would be even better if we're together, mm-hmm. you know? So what we're going to do is we're going to set up our own nice little rules here. And then if you... If you break those rules, then you broke. And then of course you've broken that contract, and then mm-hmm. you have no obligation to abide by. It at, well, and then all parties involved have no obligation to abide by that contract anymore, With Be- because it's been broken. Right? Yeah. Exactly, it's been broken. Unless the unless the people who haven't broken the contract still choose to abide by it, it's just you. You you know you butt out the person that broke it and yeah. then you guys are just like nah, you're done. It's kind of how like, friendships
0: work, right? Yeah. Exactly,
1: and, and and so that's why I think it's a natural extension of the social contract because the mm-hmm. social contract is supposed to be like you know something between more than just like two people. It's supposed to be like a society wide thing. You know mm-hmm. like y- you know that's a big or a big reason that people during the revolution said, hey, you know, the the king, even though he didn't have like a explicitly written out contract, said, hey, you know, this is what I'm allowed to do. This is not what I'm allowed to do. And then he ended up, and then the, you know, the King George III came in and started, you know, doing some things to the colonists. And they're just like, no, they're just like, you've never done that. Mm-hmm. You know, and you're just now deciding to do that. It's just like, no, and it, you know, you haven't even consulted us but you're gonna it's just the the premise of you know you you know you're imposing this without any of our say so you know we're not even represented it you know to you know have our voices heard Mm -hmm. you know with what you're doing imposing taxes and whatever what have you so but yeah no it definitely extends down to friendship I believe too just because it's you know you're here you know two people come together you guys are going to have to hash out some sort of mm-hmm. thing. Okay, here's where our here's where our friendship starts, and here's where it's it also ends.
0: a good way to tell who you're going to be friends with, exactly. anyways. Because exactly. if you both have a genuine agreement with that, right? Exactly. Friends, it's not like you like outwardly discuss it, but you just kind of you know subconsciously or whatever the hell it is. Uh, you have right. an idea of how the friendship should be, or how right. you, you know how exactly. And, yeah. yeah, it's just
1: like okay, well then, if you see that something that you're doing is not conducive to the relationship and, and, you know, and maybe somebody comes right out and says it to you, it's like, okay, well then we're going to stop this and then if this happens again, you're done, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. So it's just something that can be continually worked out and, it, you know, and if it's broken, you're done. Mm-hmm. So I guess that's that's kind of what I base my my whole thinking around is social contract mm-hmm. is, you know, we come together, we say we're going to do this, if we don't, then this then that contract's null and void. We're done. There's no reason for us to continue this relationship anymore because if we've broken it once, who's to say that we're not going to break it again? You know, because then that because then once that contract is broken, we have to make a whole new one with a whole new set of agreements. You know, and then you know there's a chance of that going wrong down the road too. So you know, if the original contract is broken, I'm done. I'm out. Mm. So. But anyways... That went off changes very quickly. <laughs> but yeah it, yeah... it still
0: ties to college, you know. Yeah.
1: I mean. And I mean, yeah, it kind of does. It, it's just a... I guess it it just kind of comes down to, you know, it, it's... Life is something that you're always, you know, you got to take it... There's some things that you got to take day by day. There's other things that where you have to have that plan, you mm-hmm. know. And, and college is definitely one of those things where… You definitely have to
0: have it planned out right? for sure. If you don't have it planned out, then don't go. Exactly.
1: You know, and and if it's not working out, get out of there. Yeah. Or if you have other aspirations.
0: There's nothing wrong… Right. Like, you know, there's nothing wrong with going… I mean, so what? If you go to college for two years and you drop out, I mean, who cares? Right. I mean, I'm not saying that you're going to be like Zuckerberg, drop out two years and you're worth $76 (laughs) billion (laughs) or whatever it is now. I mean, that's not usually the case, but if you have other aspirations… I mean, why two two years of college right. is not that much. Like, right. I mean, you're in debt, but it's not what it could be if you stayed for like right. four to like, six okay, years. Right. Like, okay, yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: You you know, hey, I'm gonna try to tough this out just because I started doing it. Well, and you know,
0: really, if you carry out those other aspirations, like you drop out and you carry out those other aspirations, right. you might be better off if you fail and come back to college. You might do better than what you did if you stayed there all four years. Right. You know, yeah. because it'd have a regressive effect because right. all you care about was the other as you know sure. other things you wanted to exactly. do. Exactly. So. Yeah. Moral of the story is just do what you just do what you want in life for right. me. That's, do what the you main, feel. that's the main thing.
1: Yeah, do what you feel. But have,
0: but have a plan, don't just go right exact balls.
1: Oh hey, I want to go to college. Well why? Oh well I don't really have anything that I want to do. Right. But I'm just gonna go anyways. Now nah, at least have nah, a plan. Nah. Right. Yep. Yeah, so it, it's good to you know it's good to get out there and find what you want to do, but when it comes to deciding long term stuff, make sure you have a plan in place. Make sure that you you know, let you know that this is exactly, or well, maybe, even not exactly, but make sure you have at least some sort of half idea, okay, that this seems like I want to, this yeah. is what I want to do.
0: Like, if you know intuitively college is going to be the right decision for you, not the right. military, not a trade job, not workforce, or whatever, then go.
1: Yeah, but, exactly.
0: And don't go and just get a podunk degree that you're not going to be able to use to get
1: a job. Right, it doesn't exactly. make sense. Yeah, do, do what you feel, but at the same time, you know, at least in my opinion, you know, yeah, you might have to make some concessions and stuff, but ultimately, you need to do you, and that's what needs to happen, regardless of cost and everything, because, yeah, Yeah, and and so, yeah. That's just the, the important thing. Exactly. So, I guess to if you have anything else that you'd like no, to No, I talk think about. that's a pretty good place to stop.
0: So uh, if you guys have any questions, comments, concerns, any future topics you want us to cover, Instagram's the way to do it. Um, yep. You can DM me or whatever. Follow me if you want. Uh, at Thad Ringwald. And Riley's is at RileyKlaus98. Yes. So. Yep,
1: Rileyclaws98, R I R-I-L-E-Y, yeah. K-L-A-U-S, number 98. No caps, no spaces. Yep,
0: we might be starting a Twitter or something with the actual dorm room discussions, you know, logo right. and stuff like that. So we'll let you know when that happens, but uh thanks for tuning in guys. We'll see you in the next one. Yep. See ya.